Hi, and welcome to The Theology Box, a podcast dedicated to seeing how God fits into the world we live in. We hope you enjoy your time with us today, where theology is the conversation. All right, so uh, thanks everybody for tuning in and checking out our show. Today we're talking again uh, about Advent with... Mark Miller. And we also have our special guest and music producer... Richard Leoto. That's right. So, yeah, I was gonna pronounce, try to pronounce your last name again, but I didn't want to embarrass myself. Leoto. 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 That's I, that's why I didn't want to do it. But <laughs> <laughs> there, there I am doing it again. And last week, um, which felt like it was only a few minutes ago, yeah, yeah. Mark was mentioning a French song uh, that he really liked, and he was gonna sing a little bit of it yeah. instead of just giving us the title. Il est né le divin enfant, joué au bois, à raisonner musette. Il est né le divin enfant, chantant tout son avènement. Depuis plus de quatre mille ans, nous le promettons les prophètes. Depuis plus de quatre mille ans, nous attendions ce temps. And it goes on. Bravo! <laughs> Wait, is bravo French? That's Italian. It's Italian. Yes, bravo. Yeah. Encore! 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 J'aime la musique. J'aime la musique. I love the music. <laughs> so this week we're talking about the second week of Advent. And, um... Last week we talked about the prophecy candle, yeah, and how it's this. Uh, so Advent carries two feelings with it. One is um, in the name Advent, which I learned last week, definitely means the arrival <laughs> of. Yes. And um, but it, the the reason why it's a liturgical th- thing is because. We're also waiting for and, and anticipating that arrival, and mm-hmm. so it's a period of reflection. Um, so the second, the first one is prophecy, and then the second, um, which is also purpley, purple, purpley, it's a little purpley, <laughs> uh, which is also purple, represents, according to Mercy Home, uh, faith, and it's called the Bethlehem Candle as a reminder of Mary and Joseph's journey to Bethlehem. So this is, um, we're now closer to the arrival. Uh, Mary had the Annunciation nine months ago. She's uh-huh. within hours, if not days. I don't know how long it takes to get from okay, yeah. one place to the other. But um, from Nazareth to Bethlehem. But... Um, so she's within hours or at least a couple days of giving birth mm. and there's an interesting question that arises for me and that is like what okay. what am I supposed to reflect on in that like I mean yeah I could just reflect on the story itself but the the uh, di- the intention seems to be faith mm. and so maybe we can look a little closer at the faith of, of Mary and Joseph as they've gone through Okay. But um, something that I mentioned last week was that um, there aren't. Well, okay, your Mark, I think, is about to prove me wrong. But <laughs> oh, okay, I think I know where you're going with. Yeah, this. is that there's no um, at least from what I when I researched it, 
there okay. weren't any direct um, Jewish tradition uh, uh, that is directly associated with um, Advent. Um, at least the way that we uh, structure it being like four weeks and four Sundays. Okay. Um, uh-huh. and the, the, but the timing of it, you know, um, forgetting for the moment that it does coincide with Hanukkah, um, it still isn't like the Hanukkah season is based on the Jewish calendar, mm-hmm. which we don't adjust for. Right. So yeah. there is still something about the, um, s- winter solstice that like it, the one, uh, one of the things that I thought was nice in the research that I did is that it's not necessarily the, the pagan celebration of it that we took as much as, yeah, it's significant. Like for a lot of people I get, I don't get like necessarily depressed when the days get shorter, but I hate it when the days get shorter. Like mm. I, I look forward to the <laughs> lengthening of the days. I feel it by the minute because I think <laughs> I about it so much. Like I'm like mm. 532, 531, the sunset, 5:30 mm. today. Uh-huh. Okay. Five. And it jumps actually two or three minutes, not just one. Okay. But, um, yeah, like, so once it's like two minutes longer, I'm like, Oh yeah. Heck yeah, that's the lights coming back to the world. Mm. So um, I think it's fitting that we do it, um, even if it was, you know, a common thing for people to celebrate. I think it's fitting to go ahead and plop Mm. Jesus' birthday in there, Um, but or at least the celebration of it. Um, But you have a counter semi semi. So I guess what I can say is that at large, or at least like my understanding up until really just more recent times is that um the yeah i guess just like this time of year you know just has its like there's symbolism you know maybe with like the the darkening of the days but then like celebrating light and all that um and that yeah just like not having really any grasp of what hanukkah meant you know specifically for like you know mary and joseph's like generation um uh but yeah i guess there's a little summary of um when, do you know when hanukkah started is this going to answer that question uh yeah 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 so here's a little summary to give some context for how um th- the coming of the light of the world is like very directly related to this time of year but in perhaps a different way than what you might expect <clears throat> um so here we go uh this is a summary of the conclusion of the jewish uprising that occurred in approximately 168 to 165 BC. What, what's the resource? Uh, this is from Bob's new book. Oh, Christ- really? Christmas, oh, okay. Christmas, yeah, okay. Christmas Journey. Um, so, so yeah, he, uh, besides the... That wasn't know. that wasn't intentional, by the way. <laughs> I really didn't know what resource... Okay, okay. Because yeah. we plugged it last week. Yeah, so yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I, yeah, I was just asking. Yeah, okay. yeah. But yeah, so this is drawing from, you know, sources as like a kind of a summary to give the reader some context. Cool. Yeah. Um... So yes, the uprising between 168 and 165 BC, which led to Hanukkah, uh, the temple was taken back from the Syrian king who had defiled it with his Greek gods. Uh, now, now rededicated, the menorah was lit in the holy place outside the veil <clears throat> with only one vessel of sanctified olive oil available. It should have lasted only one day, uh, but it, it endured eight days, just long enough for more oil to be prepared, you know, because that normally took time. Um, so this was recognized as a miracle for the people. Um, there's a lot more you know, details if you read through the story, but this is kind of just uh, the gist of it. Um, so a year later, Israel began the annual celebration on the 25th of the ninth month, So which on their calendar would 
more or less or nor- normally would fall in our December. Um, so it's the 25th on their calendar, mm. uh, but it happens to correlate with, you know, when we celebrate uh, Christmas the time. Season. Yeah. The season of Christmas. Yeah. W- so it may or may not fall on our, our 25th of December, but it's tr- the 25th of their, mo- of their ninth month, and it's more or less in December mm. each year. Um, and this is in remember- to, to remember the miracle of light. Um, so in, in modern times, candles are lit each day for eight days on a menorah with nine placeholders. Um, one place is for each day and one candle to light the others. In ancient times, they used olive oil in lamps and menorahs that had that held oil. Um, so, yeah, Han- so like this is basically saying how Hanukkah is like uh, a, has a significant place in foreshadowing the coming of Christ uh, and that long there's like there's more of like the prophetic like, mm-hmm. you know, preceding this moment um, that you can get into. But basically uh all that to say that just like um on a sec sorry mm, that there's some interesting parallels between you know the modern uh like church liturgical you know lighting of candles during this season um and that during hanukkah um so you know that that in all likelihood mary and her family you know, and Joseph on his part were yeah familiar with were, were, yeah, were, yeah. would would have uh you know like basically any Jew who is like you know dedicated to God during this point in history would in all likelihood be celebrating this and with like the local synagogue synagogue um, and that they had uh, a certain they had certain psalms that they would sing during this time of year um, which there's some cool parallels with like the I guess like foreshadowing the coming of the Lord with like, um, yeah, j- j- yeah. I think one one of the Psalms, I think it might be between uh, Psalm one thirteen and one eighteen, um, known as the Hallel. Um, there's one about like yeah, I've heard of that a, a, a barren woman like you know rejoicing and like having a son and how Mary you know had Elizabeth to look to you know when Gabriel said you're gonna have a child he'll be the son of the Most High. And then also, like, behold, uh, Elizabeth, you know, she's going to be having a child even though, you know, she was barren and, and couldn't have a son. Um, that, that there's just, like, a lot coming together during this time of year. And that in all likelihood, Mary had, like, these different scriptures, like, resonating in her heart and in, like, the community as she would have, like, grown up hearing. And that there's also, like, each day she or her family members would be lighting a candle uh, and, like, you know, having scripture be part of like this room this so they're they're re- uh, remembering this specific event in their history um when the oil in the temple mm-hmm. lasted you know seven days longer than it should have but that it was like recognized as the lord providing light for you know the nation yeah um and also like deliverance from from their enemies mm. um and that then as gabriel was telling her that uh you know the Lord is going to come and bring his kingdom in a, this whole new way that uh, I guess like the, the imagery of light coming into the world was like a, a very like immediate thing uh, during Christmas time. Yes. Oh, mm, so, sorry. Ahead, sorry. Maybe, no, maybe I, 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 I kind of, I had a oh, question, okay. but it kind of like, I, okay. Okay. Yeah. Sorry. I, maybe I could have uh, said this earlier that, so Hanukkah taking place 
generally in December that um, with with some other like details in the story, uh, specifically with when Zacharias was like um, months earlier, he was he had his like uh, time to go into the temple to uh, I guess to, into the Holy of Holies. Then when Gabriel appeared to him and said that John that you know John the Baptist would then be born, that looking at that time frame and uh, it's most likely that. Gabriel would have appeared to Mary around Hanukkah, so around dis- the December months, which would which has which would put Jesus' birth more in September though. Wouldn't it? Right, w- which that falls around some of the fall fe- uh, festivals or fall feasts. Like tabernacle. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The uh, feast, like, of, feast of Tabernacles, mm-hmm. feast of booths, w- which is which is also really significant because of like the Lord coming and dwelling among us. And I think we even mm. mentioned this in yeah. one of the other ones of like, it, it could be translated as like, he made his tabernacle among us. Uh, yeah. Like the original imagery. That's of, why of I want to use this really cool art idea for my church, but it hasn't been approved yet, but it would uh, be uh. like, uh, like Mary and Joseph and, um, the three people. Well, there's three wise men and three shepherds and then three, uh, Kings or whatever. Uh, so nine, <laughs> But I'm just going to use three. Uh, and they'd all be like different types of tents. Okay. Like uh, the Mary and Joseph being, and Jesus being like the more traditional Jewish tent, uh, tabernacle, and then okay. using like a Bedouin style tent mm. and like a Native American style tent. Uh. Just to kind of like show like Christ reaching mm. the world and okay. not just being exclusive for um, the ancient, you know, Mediterranean. Iranian people okay. <laughs> or even just the Israelites <laughs> today, you know, it's like, it's, it's, it's about everyone. Mm. Um, I think that was a, a, a good, yeah, uh, overall it's a creative great idea. idea to like display kind of like good. the heart behind. Oh man, I got what the whole thing is actually really beautiful in my mind. <laughs> and like, like I want to make like a crown of lights out of those rope led lights uh-huh. and set it on top of like a miniature tabernacle that has white uh, linen on top of that inside of a cement made cement um uh-huh. manger with like a trail of lights leading out to each tabernacle that has like a like a, a like a foil uh megan recommended foil because i could crinkle it and shine a light from the bottom and then the light would reflect but it wouldn't look like the light necessarily was coming from the bottom that's not the goal okay, okay. the goal is to have it like shimmering inside of these tabernacles Mm -hmm. and that but like the light is coming out from this crown so Mm. uh that might make it look weird but if i remove those things then um it might make it harder to connect it to the the depiction of jesus Mm. okay but but if i do it it might make it too obvious that i'm like trying to connect the idea but any either way, okay. I I I, tr- I wrote out a proposal and sent the picture to my pastor, and I haven't heard anything yet. So Dale, if you're listening, <laughs> uh, uh, it's getting pretty close to Christmas. Uh, <laughs> okay. <laughs> and maybe by the time this airs, I'll I'll actually be working on it. But okay. there's a lot of materials, and so he might not just want to be throwing money at something like that, which mm-hmm. would also make sense. Although maybe I'll just go install it anyway overnight. And you can't stop that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> He'll know who did it. Oh my goodness! <laughs> but um, yeah, yeah. That's actually that's a lot of good information about Christmas. I, I, I never 
I think I always thought of Hanukkah as there weren't wasn't there like an invasion coming to or something? And yeah, yeah. So this was like at the after after the invasion? after a lot had happened. Oh, okay. Yeah, like yeah, because I thought it was like something to do with like if the oil runs out. Like the people on the outside of the uh, temple or wall or whatever were like waiting for mm. the lights to go out so they could go in. But like every time that they saw that they had the resource of oil, they were like, okay, we'll wait. Mm. And then like after eight days, they abandoned the plan or something like that. Okay. Yeah. I can't tell you off the top of my head, but yeah, th- there's a lot leading up to that point. Yeah. But, but that was kind of like the the main yeah. imagery yeah. that's after the fact that they were like, yeah there's, and, and, uh, yeah. yeah there's like there's salvation in the story either way mm. right yeah, so, yeah 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 um and provision yeah so richard uh i don't want to we we invited richard to stay with us to do this and uh <laughs> yeah. i don't, I don't want to leave you out of the loop so let me ask you what um so with the second week of advent being faith and i think that mm. that was actually one of the cool things about the story story you shared was uh uh-huh I really felt like um, there's a demonstration of the type of faith that Mary had, mm-hmm. um, wh- you know, and that she's anticipating God's provision. Yeah. And and then in the moment of that, if if uh, some of the uh, correlations or some of the estimations are accurate, mm-hmm. uh, during this moment of season of Hanukkah, it's announced to her that she's with a child. <laughs> like that's <laughs> intense, right? Yeah. And um, <laughs> like. What, how, um, how in, in your life, how do you, so, so I get this imagery of trusting God to provide, and I also get this imagery of trusting God to protect, and we're doing this in a season where we know he's coming, he's going to be here, and so what are some of the uh, ways that you, throughout your life, I don't know, well, one, have you ever really participated in Advent services and stuff like that before, like before Foothill or, um, and what are some of the ways that you, you personally have experienced, um, the faith of, of not just waiting, but like the steps that you need to, to do as they pertain to Christmas. So we're still trying to stay with like this Christmas, so it's a lot to ask on the on the fly yeah hi everyone that's listening um i just want to go ahead and let you know that the original audio file that richard recorded got corrupted during the recording process so there's no original file for what he said here in response to my question but on my own microphone i was able to uh, pick up because we were in a small room, I was able to pick up his voice and I've boosted the volume of it, which is still going to be too low. Uh, so I just want to apologize in advance for the audio quality here. But um, here's Richard's response to my question. I don't know what you mentioned, Mark, just mm-hmm. that notion of a single light that was steady, it wasn't wavering, it lasted longer than yeah. was you know, expected. And then we this notion of you know, Christ being the light of the world, that kind of yeah. relation of just, yeah, it's one light that makes other lights. Mm. Mm. That's as really as, good. Yeah, almost as if Christ is the light and he pours that light into us. Mm. And then we become a light and like you do with a candle, you just pass mm. this, so there's all these little lights yeah. that are yeah. the big one yeah. in Christ. And um, I don't know, in terms of faith, I like 
I try to see it that way of just, you know, Advent is a season of preparation because it's kind of remembering that Christ came and he's coming again. Mm. And just knowing that that is fact and just having faith that one day it's going to happen and just making sure that you have faith that, you know, God is gracious and through your own, I guess, what's the word for? Um, through your own preparation of what it is you need to do, whether it be to, you know, purify yourself of some vices there in your life, but just making your heart receptive to receiving God. Okay. And I feel for faith that's something that you just need to believe because we live in a broken world and that's something that's just like, oh, I'm never going to change. But like for faith, if you believe in that, God will give you Yeah, I think that's the nice thing about liturgical churches is that you do get time to dwell in a a certain uh, process, a a certain thought. You know, I think you know generally uh, when I went to go to like non-denominational churches that didn't have a liturgy, um, we're all really happy it's Christmas, and we might talk about like uh, some of the aspects certainly of like joy and peace coming into the world. And uh, when I went to in Big Bear at Calvary Chapel, we had a uh, some really talented musicians uh-huh. that um, would get, do a little Christmas concert, and you know it was it was amateur, uh, but it was you know but it was but there were like a couple of like really great professional mm-hmm. you know, types, and that would show okay. up, you know, and it's like uh-huh. wow, you know, um, I'd mention their names, but they. I haven't talked to them in years and I, I don't know if they'd be comfortable with That's that. That's all right. It's all right. But, um, it's, I, I, I think that, um, with, with the, uh, faith candle and like in, in my own life, um, trying to relate to what, so like the depictions of tradition that are trying to be, uh, demonstrated or, or instilled through the church with, okay, so it's the faith candle it's it's purple, which is like what did I say? Prayer, right? Uh, no, for the significance uh, of the reason, it's purple. Oh, uh, uh, um, like prayer reflection. Uh, I, yeah, I, I forget. Uh, candles have their own special significance. Three of the candles are purple because the color violet is a liturgical color that signifies the time of prayer, penance, and sacrifice. Yeah, so prayer. So, um. Yeah, so with the depictions of uh, that it's trying to represent, and with the color of the candle being purple, like signifying prayer and um, reflection, I I like to think like if if I'm and actually the the way that you frame the story of Hanukkah totally shifts my attention of the reflection that I would have normally mm-hmm. made. Okay. Right. So like normally I'd be thinking, okay, well, Christmas, you know. N- full well knowing that Jesus wasn't born on December 25th, Mm. I still would kind of look at it as like, well, you know, Mary and Joseph on their way and the event is, um, the birth, right? Like Uh they're, they're on their way to Bethlehem to give birth. Um, but you know, nine months before that, probably around this time is Mm. the annunciation. Yeah. So, uh, 
wow, you know, that takes a lot more faith, (laughs) (laughs) you know, (laughs) like, um, if an angel, I remember, so this is kind of weird, but, um, you should expect it from me. (laughs) I had this dream where, um, I'd been really more intentional and intense about like, uh, praying and I should, I should still be, but, um, I was in a really, I was living by myself. So I had like, I could pray wherever I wanted, whenever I wanted. Mm -hmm. So it's a little easier to do. Yeah. Yeah. But I remember I was going to sleep one night and I was really like wanting the Lord to like, like really show me who he was, you know, like I was really Mm -hmm. like, like I'm ready to be that guy, you know, like I was intensely like, okay, I'll be the prophet that goes to Israel. It's like the end times. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. Well, yeah, yeah, yeah. uh, Yeah. I was really, well, Okay. Um, well, the Lord proved me wrong. No, <laughs> no, 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 I don't know what it was. Uh, so, so I have this, um, it wasn't a dream quite yet, but I had this like overwhelming feeling of like something approaching me uh-huh. and it freaked me out. Cause I was like, it felt like God was about to say like, I'm going to take you up on your offer <laughs> and like change wow. your life, you know? Like, uh-huh. and I was like, I had like a, in my heart, like this moment of like, hesitation or like i don't know if i'm ready for that okay and all that feeling of anxiety like kind of left like as this like approaching great spirit of responsibility like i could say it was behind it's like it wasn't like i was afraid that's what made me think it was like god it was i wasn't afraid of who it was i was Uh i was afraid of how impressed i was by it Oh, like uh, I was uh, like intense, right? And it's coming toward. It's not even near me yet, and I'm just like, wow. And um, so Mary mm. is visited by an angel, and he's yeah. like, hey, you know, blessings and peace to you. And she's like, what? <laughs> <laughs> and then she's like, let it be so, you know. Yeah. Let, uh, I think right. Yeah. Let it be let to me to me according you, to your word. According to your word. Yeah. And so that type of like faith, mm. I I don't. Yeah. I haven't, I didn't have in that moment if what I was experiencing was truly from God. And, and I do try to take up the banner of faith in my life and like live out. But you know, there are plenty of distractions that where I fall short, um, in the modern wow. world, whether it's through like playing too many video games or if it's, um, like watching too many shows or just, I don't feel like being productive. Uh-huh. Like there are plenty of pitfalls for, or maybe being wanting to be too productive. You know, uh-huh. putting money as a priority before my own spiritual well-being. Hmm, like, yeah. I had to go out to Silver Lake the other day. So, um, th- that that's intense to me, is that mm. Mary is, like, like, so willing. And I'm not going to say she was terrified at the presence of Gabriel, because she seemed to handle herself really well. But I think it might have been an overwhelming experience. Yeah, from, yeah. From what I've been able to tell definitely. about angel visitations throughout yeah, scripture, so um, that's kind of what th- that draws to mind for me. That was intense. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, <laughs> thanks for sharing that. Yeah, that's probably the most revealing <laughs> thing I've ever said on this <laughs> podcast. Yeah, it it is incredible to see the, I think the purity in Mary's faith, and just kind of in the, you know, so th- that moment with Gabriel then was like the start of the next nine months and I think with like any 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 time that like we're waiting for something 
that the ability to have and like maintain or like steward or cultivate faith in our hearts i think like the patience that is like mingled with faith um you know as far as part of the fruits of the spirit like i mean i i think just (laughs) mentioning that right now the as as faith is like taking the center place in like your your mind and your attentions and as like it being necessarily in response to something so in response to to god speaking into your life or like moving on your heart um so having like that posture in in response um to like a promise or to his truth or just like to his presence being there with you um is able to like take you through that however long that season or period of time of waiting until there is an arrival um which yeah it can apply to like so many different scenarios in our lives um but but yeah just and like as as faith is like um i guess just like taking that place of like focus then i think that that's the place where the lord's peace can like reign in our hearts more uh and that we can experience joy even in the waiting um yeah 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 because i feel like we're it's like we were created we were like primed to operate in that way because i mean realistically i think of all the times where i was like where i'm just like worrying about things in life there's like you know it's it's obvious to say of course like i'm not at peace you know or there's not like it's easier just to feel like disgruntled or like dis you know discontent with things but like realistically the, the most peace and joy that i have is when i'm operating in a sense of faith and in response to who god is yeah. and it's like we were made to be that way uh and like when, when we're in when we're in like that flow or that groove is when like all the pieces start coming together and even when we're on like a journey of waiting or of like having faith in something in the future um that we can just take it day at a time you know like mary and joseph had those those months leading up to when they would go to bethlehem and then the days or however long yeah, it took th- for years to, they probably they went to bethlehem you know and, uh, prob- uh, well that was a census well yeah there was a census going on but they were celebrating right. hanukkah every uh, year right? yeah 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 um yeah so yeah th- like and it's, it, it is interesting to think of like what were the year or two leading up to this point in their lives like what were they what what had they been going through like you know in, in any case like the the dreams that joseph had obviously like took him off guard uh you know like he he definitely had an upright character but like he needed that dream to be like no like mary is telling the truth and you're to you know to stay with her and like you know it'll Mm -hmm. it'll be it'll be the savior who's born yeah i think i wonder if like um it it makes me think of the gift of faith you know, because uh-huh. that's Paul says that, right? Yeah. There's like a gift yeah. of faith. And yeah. uh, maybe part of it is like, yeah, it's a, it's a gift to even have faith. But like, mm. maybe it's also kind of like the Christmas gift, you know? Like, it's like, uh-huh. it's not just, um, not like God gives you. So I don't want to get into like any uh, predestination debates, but, okay. you know, like that, the, the faith 
should be like the realization that you have faith can be a cause for great joy just as much as when mm. you unwrap a uh your new uh i don't know what what makes kids happy these days is a new <laughs> a new nintendo switch uh, or something uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah yeah <laughs> like you're like whoa that's awesome like like uh-huh. faith is that thing that like because mm. it gets you to um the church uh, repeatedly it gets you to the place where you're waiting for uh-huh. a promise to be fulfilled and maybe you don't even see it in your lifetime mm. but th- god is always true in his promises and that's why he came through his son so that's that's some awesome stuff yeah but um yeah. I do, I do want to thank uh, Richard and Mark for speaking uh, here. And, of course, uh, Mark, you need to be here more often. No, <laughs> no, uh, I'll do what I can about that. Yeah, no, I know. I know. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. You're, you're busy. And, and it's it's been really cool because like, I've had to reach out of my comfort zone and try to actually like mm. get people to talk okay. with me. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but, um, yeah, thank you for both for being here. Totally, yeah. And... Um, mm. Yeah, it's a pleasure. Yeah, yeah, it's always a pleasure having talking to you guys. And so join us again next week where we'll be talking about uh, the third advent and um, what that signifies, which I I remember is the joy candle and it's the the shepherd's candle. So um, until then, uh, I'm your host, William Carroll. This is Mark Miller. And have a blessed week. Thanks again for listening to The Theology Box. I want to thank my co-host, Mark Miller, as well as our music producer, Richard Liotto, our artist, Phoebe Sugo at sugo.studios on Instagram, and Megan Napier, who manages our Facebook, where you can reach us directly. Again, this is your host, William Carroll. Uh, thanks, and may the peace of the Lord be with you.